Queerness is not a monolith. We are but a small representation of our fabulous community. Thoughts expressed in this podcast are meant to inform, entertain, and provide context in a world full of sound bites and chaotic headlines. The goal? To create a safe space to educate ourselves and our community, learn from our guests, and provide comfort for those out there who may not have an outlet of queer expression. This is Queer Context. Hello and welcome to Queer Context, podcast where two queer Texans talk queer shit about queer topics in, yes, queer Texas. I am here with my co-host. He is a shining beacon of light in a world full of dim bulbs. It's Tyler. <laughs> it's dim bulbs. Dim bulbs. B-U-L-B-S. And he is taking Dallas by storm. It's <laughs> oh Hurricane Rogelio. Oh, God. Hi. Hi, buddy. How are you? I'm good. Uh, Dallas. <laughs> Always a pleasure to take Always that. Always a pleasure. I so 30. nice. So nice. So nice. So nice that I 30 towards back to Fort Worth. Yeah. Um, so nice. Well, we are here with our guest. He is a native of Fort Worth, Texas, an HIV AIDS activist, and is currently the Ending the HIV Epidemic Community Engagement Specialist for Tarrant County, also sits on the board of LGBTQ Saves. Let's welcome Brandon Bright. Yes. 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 That's right. I'm excited to be here. That's right. Clap for yourself because yes. there is no yes. there is no clap track yes. on this podcast. Yes. Okay. Thank you guys for having me. I mean, I'm like kind of nervous, but you know, I'm going to get into this thing. That's okay. Cheers, yes. girl. Yes. Cheers. Cheers. Yes. For those that are wondering, uh, Brandon has a torchy margarita. Torchy's margarita. I, I love torchies. I love that margarita. Uh, Paul gave me some sort of whiskey, but it's got like a liqueur in it. Mm -hmm. So it's like an amaretto-y, vanilla-y baking spice whiskey. It's very holiday-esque. It's very right it's on time. A, it's a good way to mm -hmm. kick off Thanksgiving. Mm -hmm. For uh, this is Thanksgiving Eve. Mm -hmm. yes. When they listen to this, it'll be Monday. Yes, but it's Thanksgiving Eve. Yeah, and I'm kicking it off with a Cabernet Sauvignon. Yes. Yes. So, uh, so, Brandon, so we hope hi. your Thanksgiving was great. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. Yes. Yes. And that you are now watching all of your favorite holiday movies. Yes. Yeah. Hi, Brandon. Hey. How are you? I'm great. How are you? Uh, very good. It's a pleasure yes. to meet you. We've you never too. met before. I we haven't. Y'all never met before. Like, no, we haven't. No. Have y'all corresponded before? Uh, uh, maybe I worked at Help for like a hot minute. Okay. Uh, during the pandemic, I am very familiar with Help. Yes. Gotta oh. love Help. Yeah. Well, this will be fine. <laughs> <laughs> we love okay. Help and everything that they do for the community. Yes, we do. Um, no, I, I mean literally, yeah. Um, but I, uh, I, I met uh, Brashad Young. Okay. Yes, Brashad. Um, because I interviewed him for uh, Trinity Pride's. Uh, Virtual Pride. Okay, awesome. Love so, shot. Yep. Great guy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um and we know yeah. a lot of we know a lot of the same people. I did yeah, I did do. watch your uh streams while you were at Impact. Oh wow, yeah. I did start Impact. You know, I forget about these things sometimes, right? You know, like you get to working in the community and then you do so much. I really forget sometimes that I did you all these moving things. Moving and grooving. Yeah. I do, right? Yeah. Right, okay. Um yes. well, you know, it's also <laughs> when you when you research who's gonna be on your podcast. Well, I appreciate that. Of course. Because Tyler didn't write anything great about me. Right? I'm gonna tell you a secret. Well, Tyler writes nothing for this oh, podcast. Oh Tyler. Okay. <laughs> the nerve. The nerve. Ty <laughs> Tyler is really great at keeping the conversation going, but also just really fucking smart and 
um, and so well-versed in so many topics. Absolutely. And uh, when I listen to our podcast yeah. and I hear myself going, um, yeah, like... Uh, and then uh, Tyler uh, saves the day. And Tyler's just cruising awesome. along, okay. saving yeah. the day, okay. providing the people the yes. facts. Listen, but I provide input on the writing. Oh, absolutely, right, right. you do. <laughs> okay, he is Tyler Long. I have that's Mr. Long. Mr. Long. Mr. Long. Oh, okay. That's true. Long. It's a that's God-given true. name. I like that. Have you ever been around the... Anywhere with Tyler and he runs into students and you hear people saying, Mr. Long, Mr. Long. No, I haven't. I haven't and, and the switch that happens okay, okay. from okay. from my, my girl Tyler to Mr. Mr. Long. Long. Okay, Mr. She's Long. She's witnessed it a couple times. Okay. Because now the babies are old enough to be in the bars. Okay. Mm-hmm. So we'll okay. be cool. getting litty <laughs> and I'll just be talking mad shit. And then all of a sudden I hear, Mr. Long? And I'm like, <laughs> Okay, It's awesome. like a chill up my spine. Awesome. So you were, yes. so tell me about your time at Impact. and, and So at Impact, so I kind of like looked up on the opportunity, right? And so I had the opportunity to start this amazing program. Uh, and so originally the program was geared towards gay men, of black, black gay men. Uh, and it was just like a safe space, right, to provide a safe space. So if you look at Tarrant County and Fort Worth as a whole, I mean, they're not really outlets for people of color, right? Most of the time we drive up 30, mm-hmm. risk our lives, and go to Dallas to find people that look like us, right? Mm-hmm. And so, you know, that's just one of those things that, you know, I mean, I had some, unfortunately, I had to leave, you know, better mm-hmm. opportunities come along. Uh, and then I actually went to uh, Tarrant County. So, mm-hmm. yeah, now that's where I'm at right now, doing the ending the HIV epidemic, uh, community engagement specialist. And so, you know, it's just, it's just, it's a different atmosphere. I don't get to work with the community like that anymore, but I'm like behind the scenes making systemic changes. You know what I mean? And Absolutely. you work for the, the health department? No. What? So the health department and the HIV administration agency is a different thing. So okay. I work for the AA. So we receive all the, the Ryan White funding from the government. Yes. And we give it to places that provide services to people that are living with HIV. So like your JPS, AOCs, and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, so one it's of different. The, one of the things that I find so endearing about you is that you have stayed kind of loyal to Fort Worth. You know, but I love Fort Worth. Like, I, even if it, you didn't, it didn't, you know, even if you had to step away from a different I mean? position, you, you know, came back around. A lot of what? other people would have moved on to something in a different community. Absolutely. And I, I really appreciate Fort Worth. You know, I'm like from Fort Worth. I mean, kind of started over there in Woodhaven and I ended up moving to Forest Hill, Everman, and I graduated from Everman. Actually, I'm lying. I actually graduated from Khan Academy because I was a badass kid. But, yeah. uh, you know what I mean? But tomato, tomato, right? But yeah. I, I love Fort Worth. I think that it has so much potential. And oftentimes we get like, we're like the fat, ugly step stepsister of Dallas, right? Mm-hmm. You know, people from Fort Worth, you go out of town to New York or whatever, and they're like, I'm from Dallas. And I'm like, no, bitch, I'm from Fort Worth. Mm-hmm. There's a difference. Mm-hmm. There's a difference. There is. Yeah. There's a big difference. It is. Yeah. Yes. Um, so what has been your favorite thing about doing the work in Fort Worth? Doing the work in Fort Worth is because, so I can have a moment of transparency, right? Yeah, yes. girl, we're you know pretty transparent with, on here. Like in 2009, I had moved away to uh, Houston, Texas, and I was actually diagnosed with HIV, right? Okay. And, you know, at a young age, it was so much shit that I didn't know. You know, I was, like, young and very hot. You know what I mean? And I went to Houston, Texas. Still hot. Girl, girl, you're, girl, you're still hot. Okay. Still very Literally, hot. right? Okay. <laughs> still, I walked in and I saw biceps and I went, ooh. <laughs> That's a lot of man in that chair. And then okay. I have to be like, hi, I'm Roger. Hey, Roger. Okay, look. <laughs> but yeah, I, so I went to Houston, Texas, and then so I was diagnosed there, 
And then I end up moving home. You know what I mean? And then I actually end up getting into this work. And what I found out is that there are so many other young men like me, you know, of all races. And um, and so, you know, my goal is just, you know, I wish I knew what I knew now, right? Mm -hmm. You know, many people don't know the statistics behind, you know, people living with HIV. You know, being gay is tough, you know? Absolutely. Yeah, well, okay. and like the information, like because we are involved in the community and in mm -hmm. these resources, we know that information. Not everybody knows that information. There's so many barriers mm -hmm. just to mm -hmm. that information yeah, yeah. that, you know, whether you are somebody who gets diagnosed that is part of the community yeah. or if you are diagnosed and you are not actively part of the community, yeah, yeah, there are yeah. so many barriers to understanding what it actually means. Right, right, right. That you don't get just by being told, oh, you're positive. Yeah, mm -hmm. right. Right, right. So, you know, just making sure that, you know, you get in care, right? We yeah. are, you know, I'm a fan of you equals you, you know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, don't know what that means. That's, you know, uh, undetectable equals, equals untransmissible. untransmissible. Yes, yes. For it. But yes, <laughs> so yes, that's what that means. And so, you know, I am really an advocate for you equals you. Yeah. Um, and mm -hmm. then, you know, there's so much stigma like around prep itself. People think just because you're on prep that you're out whoring around. And like what I like to tell the man is like, baby, all it takes is one time. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Well, and let's, let's, you know, we have listeners of every background, so yes, let's explain you, yes. you equals you a little bit better. Yes. Uh, undetectable equals untransmissible. Undetectable yes. means that you are positive, undergoing yeah. treatment that yes. has your what levels? Undetectable, your, so, your, T, your T levels? Right. So your viral load, right? Your viral okay. load is like less than 200 milliliters, right? Uh -huh. um, and so that means that it's not detected in the blood, so you can't. <clears throat> transmitted to yeah. someone else. So right. when it's at that level, right. it is not transmissible it's, to another right. person. Got, right, right. Got so it, you can still it. have a healthy life. You can still have babies yes. and all these wonderful things. Yep. Yeah. yeah, it's also amazing to me, our straight brethren, yeah. how much they know. Yeah, like right. the times that you I know, have to tell them just about Truvada yeah. and what prep is, like yes. they're like, wow, that exists. And I'm right. just like, yep. wow, the, the bliss well, so you know, that you're living in. I used to produce... Uh, when I worked at the LGBT Community Center in New York, um, Cycle for the Cause, the Northeast AIDS ride. Okay. And the amount of straight people that would participate in that ride and just have no knowledge of, of prep, of you equals, you know, you equals you. you. Right. Um, and just, just, there is a disconnect in yeah. the heterosexual community yeah. as to them knowing that they're also vulnerable. Absolutely. And mm -hmm. I, you know what? I'm going to just stir the fucking pot, right? Can I stir the pot? Uh, uh, yes. So, you know what? So in, in some contexts, and this is like real things that actually happen. So you may have some man that identifies as being straight, mm -hmm. but, you know, that's why we use the term MSM, right? Man mm -hmm. that sleeps with men because a man may sleep with a man uh, and not consider himself gay, right? Right. right. And so it just kind of becomes like so complex. And so, you know, straight, like, you know, what is straight, right? Right. Quotes. Right. Yeah, well, that's straight. like yeah. saying you're what normal. Is what right, the fuck right, is right, right, right. I think we're all normal, but I mean, you know, <laughs> straight people are at risk too. And then women, I mean, you know, Truvada's there for you as well. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? And I know a lot of people that are married. Uh, there are married women who have been married for years and years, and then they turn up HIV positive. So I like to tell people, like, shit, go get tested. Like, make it a thing that mm -hmm. you're doing your anniversary. You're not with your, right. this, your spouse 24 hours, seven days a week. You know what I mean? Just go get a test. Mm -hmm. Make sure you're all down, all panels, right? Mm -hmm. Chlamydia, syphilis, gonorrhea, mm -hmm. all of it. You know what I mean? Just make sure that you guys are good. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah, so it's just so much stigma behind just all of it. But people love sex because I love it. I do. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. <laughs> we have also made no qualms about that on this no. podcast. No. No, I, uh, I think Fort Worth is a very 
special place it is. that we are doing work in. Um, you know, I, I think it's especially sweet when, you know, we get to see the payoff. Of that. Right. And so for me, it's like getting to see the festival every year. Yeah, Like it's a lot of work, but then seeing that payoff and seeing what it means to folks in Fort Worth when we don't have the representation that we deserve. Absolutely. You know, I feel like it's that much more meaningful Absolutely. when we are doing that work here. Absolutely. So, uh, as I grab my beverage, yes, uh, what's your least favorite part about doing work in Fort Worth? Oh my God, my least favorite work. <laughs> so, Speaking of transparency. Okay, mm-hmm. transparency. You know what? The community itself, it can be, you know, we're in Fort Worth. You know, and when you say the place, community, which community? Just all communities. I mean, just the communities that uh, we Fort work Worth. in, we live in. You know, yeah. it's, it's so big, but yet it's so small. And so, you know, I think one of my least favorite things is that um, by the community being so small, like people take shit and they run with it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So you can do a thousand and or a million great things and you uh-huh. do one bad thing and people like dwell on that shit. So uh-huh. you know what it is. So, and, then, and everybody wants yeah. something to talk about. Everybody wants something to talk something about. Something to run with. You know what I mean? So, you know, just doing this work sometimes is like, you know, you kind of have to have that filter because you really don't know who you're around. I mean, uh-huh. so many different people, but, you know, a lot of people don't get to the opportunity to meet the real Brandon, right? Because I talk Absolutely. shit, I'm with the shit, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? But, mm-hmm. you know, it is what it is. Yeah, it's very hard to be a role model in the community. Right. When you're doing the work. Yeah. But then also have your own... Yeah, you're personal right. life absolutely and yeah. it, it really fucks up me dating in Fort Worth right yeah um because you know you know when I'm logging on to like you know website as if dating chat, wasn't hard enough in this you know town. right right if I log on you know a lot of times I'm like Mike looking I'm like oh my god I gotta block this person because I know this person or I've worked with this person or this you know it's just kind of you know yeah I kind of I don't know where my my husband is I mean he could be somewhere in New York or somewhere but I don't know where he's at yeah yeah I, I feel like uh one of the key parts of Fort Worth is outsourcing. <laughs> right, right. Okay, okay, honey, I'm going to catch a quick flight. Yeah, yeah. Quick yeah. flight, okay. yeah. maybe just a quick little train over to Dallas, you know, outsource a little bit. I'm not going to lie. I like that little plane icon. Okay, right, okay. Uh, Explore. On little, that little plane icon on people's profiles where I'm like, oh, good. New. Okay, <laughs> Yeah, girl, I feel that. I mean, I know me and, Fort, me and Roger have absolutely seen that, especially with something like Trinity Pride, like, Nobody sees the back work. Right. Oh, right. my God. And kudos you know? to you for actually bringing something meaningful. Oh, I'm being shady, right? Because I think that... But be honest. I mean, I really think, you know, I had the opportunity to extend the very first Trinity Fire that yes, you guys you had. And it was freaking amazing. I mean, you know what I mean? I didn't know that. It was, it was just good to see some uh, camaraderie going on in Fort Worth. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, and... I feel like what I've tried to do is make it uh make it a Fort Worth experience, yeah. mm-hmm. but also something current. Right. That, right. That right. with the education we all have now of everybody's sexual expression, yeah. everybody's gender yeah. expression, that they would feel welcome there. Right. And I saw everybody there. Yeah. You know, straight, mm-hmm. gay, black, yeah. white, Hispanic, you know, you name it. And that was but great to see. People see that, they don't see the rest of the shit. I know they don't no. see the rest of the shit. Okay. You know, they see you <laughs> at these booths right. doing the work, yeah. but they don't see you the rest of the year. They don't. And that's when they love to talk their shit. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You know, that I'm out there working my ass off. Well, and like a couple of lessons I've had to learn from it is one, um, that everybody, there's going to be people who talk shit and they're going to talk shit the entire time. And then they're going to show up and have the time of their lives. Absolutely. And they're going to be right next to you saying, oh, I love you. I okay. believed in you. you know. It was great. And go right back to talking okay. shit because that's what their life is. Right. Right. Absolutely. You know? You're right. You're right. And then there was another thing that I read that was like, um, 
I probably butcher it, but they were like, if you don't have haters, then you're not being honest. True. True. Because if you're being real and you're being honest, on honesty brings to light things that people are uncomfortable with. Absolutely. And so if you are making everybody comfortable and you're everybody's best friend and everybody's on your right, side, then right. you aren't being very honest mm-hmm. right. and authentic with what Absolutely. you're doing. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, okay. So then talk to me about dating in Fort Worth. What's your experience been like? So you know what? You know, I may have the same old regulars, you know what I mean? But I'm not committed to anyone. Girl, I'm proud of you for having regulars. My regulars wore out about three years, okay, probably about okay. four years ago. My you roster know, got, went dry, and I was like, God damn it. You know what? Everybody I, moved. I'm actually kind of scared. I'm not going to say I'm scared to, like, really meet new people, right? Yeah. Um, but, you know, you, that's like a liability, per se, right? Because, you know, you get to meeting somebody, and you got to learn all their tricks and, you know, learn uh-huh. who they know. And, you know, I don't know. Just I, don't, I haven't had much luck dating in Fort Worth. Are you open to dating? Uh, I don't know. Am I? I, don't know. I guess I, you know, <laughs> yes. You know, I'm thirty years, so like a lot of shit comes with that, right? Mm-hmm. And oh, so, right. Like now, my you know, I used to meet a hot guy, and we, you know, go do our thing, you know. Yeah. And then didn't know much about him, right? Until after we fucked, and I'm like, oh my god, I don't like this person, right? Yeah. But now it's more so like, hey, honey, what do you do for a living? Oh, okay. What What are your goals, right? Like, yeah. what do you want? Because. I want a house. I may want to have a kid, and you may mm-hmm. not want those same things. So, you know, if you don't want that, I just kind of, you know, yeah. I don't want to fuck you. I don't want to really get to know right. you or pursue you. Well, I feel like we're at the age now that where it's right. like, I mean, like, yeah, we could go get the quick. Yeah, if right. If we want something quick. Yeah, right. But now we're like, okay, clock's ticking. Okay, right. Yeah. Like, <laughs> there is some things that I want to accomplish. And we're adults, so we have, yes. we're established. Yes. We have um, not just our own routines, but our own life. Yes. And yes. there are responsibilities and commitments that go along yes, with that. Yes, it is. It is. So to then date and try to fit someone into that right. as well it yeah. is also difficult not yeah. saying that it you know w- that you're not open to it but it it does become harder to mesh a life together right. well and that's Absolutely. period humans you add being gay to that shit okay. dating as a gay man <laughs> is not easy like i dated all through my 20s and when i was 30 i had to tap out i've tapped out for like the last 4 years i'm okay. just now getting back to it okay um but i literally had to say Men are no longer on the table. I need a break. Right. Because I was just kind of going from relationship to a relationship, carrying the baggage from every yeah, relationship. Baggage. Tell me about that shit. Yeah. And then never, like, yep. I just, I, I, got- I needed a break. I had to take a break and be like, okay, because also, I don't know how you feel about this, but, like, my girlfriends yeah. are the ones who held me down. And yeah. so, like, when I'm dating men and there are these men that only exist in gay male spaces. Right, right. I'm like, yo, that's some toxic shit going it on. It is toxic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It is. You know, it like, I need, a, I need a break from that. I need to see how this functions on the real world. Um, I had to do, so, I mean, because we don't know each other. Right, right. But um, she got a man. <laughs> well, oh. but also, but uh, I was in a relationship for 12 years. Okay. Okay. And where I started at 23. Mm-hmm. And then, so it was like thirty, yeah, thirty-five. Damn. While I was dating men every two years, okay. she had a man for all twelve. Yeah. But at the end of right? that, oh, like, I'm proud that that okay. just happened for you, bro. But like, at the end of that, speaking of like being afraid to go back into the dating world, I had to do a kind of like some soul searching, right? Because right. I had to be okay with what this was right like you know this is what i've got to work with right right and i had to be okay knowing that it's possible that i could meet someone again and it's possible that i could not right and i have to be okay with that right right um there are going to be guys that i'm into and they're not going to be into me 
and that's okay. I agree. Yeah. Likewise. Right. right, You know, like, and the reverse is also true. Right. Right. And having to come to that realization, knowing that going back into a dating pool where now there are apps and now like it was a very different um, time. Right. So I had to prep myself for that as well. Right. Right. Uh, And then dating in New York, which in itself is just, it's, it's, it, it, (laughs) It is not good for the soul sometimes. <laughs> I've heard that. I've heard that. I had a friend that uh, was in New York. He danced for uh, Alan Ailey, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and so he would tell me that, you know what, it's not hard to date in New York because you can have like three different boyfriends. You which can. You can be dating a model, uh, an aspiring actor, and, and you know, just somebody, you know, a hood dude. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Whatever, you know, and it would never match. It's so easy to find a date in New York. Yeah. I just feel like now I'm going into dating with way more boundaries yeah whereas i feel like in our 20s like as young gay men like we're one try just trying to look for some affection yeah right looking for someone to accept right right and so i feel like there was a lot that i was just like accepting trying to make work because Mm. i like this man whatever but now i feel like i'm going into it i during those four years i learned a lot about myself right i got a full life Good. Without a man. Good, yeah. right. You know? And well, so now I'm like, oh, this is a nice, it's like Cher says, they're like dessert. Right. Yeah. Well, you also now <laughs> nice know. To have, but you don't have to. You also now know what you are willing and not willing to compromise on. Right. Absolutely. Right. Because you're a smart individual. You know, you have yeah. your own house. You got your own car. You know, if you meet somebody, they should be bringing you down. And relationships shouldn't be like so hard. No. Right. No. All that, you know, should just flow. And so a lot of relationships, I mean, I meet guys that are like, okay, well, you, tr- you just started working. You don't have a car. I'm like, I, I really, you know, do I want to deal with that? I don't mm-hmm. think I'm pick yeah. you up. And then, you know what I mean? You're going to be at my place. No, 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 yeah. no. So yeah. I think that's one thing about Fort Worth, too, is that it's sometimes hard to find people that are like on that level. Yeah, because like like you said, yeah. like you have intentions, you have yeah. plans. Yeah, I fully get that. Yeah, because it's like, oh, I have plans, I have goals that I yeah, want to do. Yeah, right. Um, and a lot, I feel like a lot of times going into dating, there are people that are just looking for a partner. Right, right. They don't mm-hmm. have anything planned right. outside of. They just yeah. want a partner. a partner. Right, exactly. Right. Right. And just giving you guys status, right? Not to say that we're celebrities celebrities in Fort Worth, right? But, you know, dating guys like us, it just comes with like that extra, right? Because, uh-huh. you know, now people, you know, we have followers on Facebook and Instagram and stuff like that. And so now Girl. it kind of makes them famous. So, you know, right. the hoes be ready to be in their inbox. And Girl. then you're know, like, baby, I need you mm-hmm. to shut it down. The, you way, know what I mean? mm-hmm. the way that I do not take men <laughs> anywhere that I will be seen. And that's sad. That's Why sad. is that sad? You should be able to take a man and he's supposed to know how to fucking act well no no it's not because of them okay okay like if i go on a first date with somebody okay, i want to go you. somewhere i will not be seen. oh i see what you're because saying. Gotcha. i don't I want to right, right. i don't want them i don't want to be talking to someone else walking right. by constantly you don't want to switch into that tyler mode. i yeah. don't yeah. i want to yeah. know who this person is i'm going out to enjoy yeah. this person yeah. not right. be distracted by who we're going to run into right right um but I, I mean, like, yeah, like I, I want to that my dating life is very. I mean, I have a podcast and I'm talking shit and talking online. Okay, okay. But also, my dating life is like for me, right? That's yeah. a private thing. Absolutely. Like, I don't need to parade you everywhere and have everybody know I'm sitting somewhere with a man. Yeah. Um. But the way I try to take men places, I will not be seen right. in this town, which I is difficult. That. I get that. <laughs> mm-hmm. I get that. Yep. Yep. Yes. So yes, it's hard being pretty. <laughs> pretty hurts. Pretty hurts. Yes, it does. 
pretty uh, hurts. So what? Okay, so what? So what? What's your you, type? Oh, what's my type? You know what? what? Your type, bro? You know what? Now it's it's kind of changed, right? Okay. Because I'm more comfortable, confident in myself, and you know what I mean. So me, I need somebody that just you know I like I like everything, right? Mm-hmm. I like everything on the menu. You know, I can't just say I want to be a bottom. I can't say I just want to be a top. I kind of like I like a little bit of everything. So mm-hmm. just finding someone that fits that, and I'm not really big. Like you can be like which you is ain't hard. Got, you ain't got to be masculine, masculine, but you can't be feminine, feminine either. You know what I mean? Yeah. I need like that that balance. You know what <laughs> yeah. I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, and so that's just what I like. I just like a gay man. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I no one sided type of stuff because, like, if I'm at the top all the time, then that's going to make me slip mm-hmm. off and maybe go find what I, you know, mm-hmm. that need. Mm-hmm. So I need somebody <laughs> to find, I need somebody to supply me what I need. All of it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's hard to find because a lot of people are stuck in their ways, right? Yes. And right. I like what you're saying because yeah. that it's a very fluid way of going. At, you are talking about meeting an individual yes. and seeing what happens. Right. You know, right. I feel like even though we're gay, like there's so many men that fall into that binary. Yeah. Whether yeah. it's top or bottom. Yeah. Yeah. You know, or even there are a lot of men who get very into what their sexual proclivities are. And, I what don't, and don't deviate from that. No, yeah, it's like, yeah. here's my line. I need A, B and C. A, yeah. And this yeah. is how I express my, oh my sexuality. Uh, um, I think it was two weeks ago. We were at an event, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> a work event of mine. And we were just like over in the corner somewhere. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But then we started talking about how um, you were talking about some of the guys that you that you have hooked up with, or like what what it is that they like, and then and then we started talking about what it is that we like, and mm-hmm. I'm just like the thing is just like it's very different. Like when I'm in a relationship, and you know I like to be able to explore, but like when I am just gonna hook up with someone, like I want like a very specific thing. Like you know when I'm hooking up with someone, I'm not necessarily about to like you know fuck and get fucked yeah okay, you know right right right, right? Get, yeah, right but like that. but then that. there are some guys that are just like no that's exactly that's all i want exactly yeah, what right, i want right, right and other guys are just like no just suck my toes i'm like well one no <laughs> okay, okay, okay hell no. you know hey, and we're not yucking anybody's yum no not, not at all no, 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 we are it's not kink shaming we do not kink shame <laughs> on this podcast but but yeah being able to like have someone that that exploration of sexuality right you know right. can be yeah, it, yeah, it's good. Yeah, it is. It's I good. agree, and that's that's kind of that's kind of. It can be a challenge I too. I need I need can that be. openness. Yeah, absolutely. Because I feel like I feel I don't. I mean, maybe it's a human thing, but it's definitely a societal thing to fit us all into boxes. Right. right. Are you top? Are you bottom? Are you verse? Right. You know. Right. right. I will, um. I mean, I can talk about him because he doesn't listen to podcasts. But my ex was very. Uh, not into exploring anything but what it is that he liked. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And uh, you know, for a while there. I was fine with it. Okay. But then I was just like, but okay. well, what I mean, else? I would call that a red flag. <laughs> yes. Okay, the red flags. That yes. you know but now, also, but 20, would 21-year-old know <laughs> no. you yeah. know that? Yeah. Which is why, like, at the, at the end of the relationship, you know, things that 23-year-old Roger would accept versus what 36-year-old Roger yeah, yeah. would accept, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. Awesome. No, I think, I think that's the best direction. For me, I know. For me, I am that. Like, I need that fluidity. Right. I like if I'm if we're gonna be intimate together, like I need us to have some flexibility here. Yeah, you know, right, right. To yeah. be able right. to explore, to be able to express ourselves, you know, and not just be like closed little boxes. Yeah. Right. Also, and that's fun. That is fun. Right. It is fun. It's fun. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You know? So 
I it took me a while just to become open to that because I I was one of those guys. I was like, oh my god, everybody would say, oh my god, because I'm so big, right? And I got mm-hmm. a couple of muscles. They were like, oh my god, he's a top. You know what I mean? I just right. start with it, but then I went, oh no, girl, <laughs> I count, I count hey, on that not being true. I count on it. Well, listen. that's everybody's like, but he's so tall. I'm like, like just wait, like girl. All of this. I'm gonna well, go talk. And that's all, that for me, like <laughs> for me because I, for so long I was just like this skinny little thing, okay. and I'm and short. So uh, you know, and also you know, um, well. Then I liked older guys. I have now aged into the group of guys okay, I have okay, always been right. attracted to. Okay, right. Which is um, so funny. I have a friend who's the same way. He was always, like, all through our 20s dating older guys. Yeah. But it was just a look he was into. Right. So yes. now that people our age are silver daddies. Yeah, right, <laughs> yeah. right, 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 He's like 80 men our age. But the assumption was that I was just a bottom. Okay, right, right, right. Yeah. And yeah. so, I mean, you know, I played the part. I played it well. Okay, yes. Okay, yes. <laughs> Slept with a lot of people that I was like, ooh, that's, yeah. I'm proud of that one. Um, but now, like, as I've gotten older and being able to, um, you know, just explore and be a little bit freer, I mean, right, you know. Right, right. It feels good. It, just, it does feel Absolutely. good. It feels good. Yeah. It feels good. I count on everybody's fucking up everybody's expectations. Because, listen, I'm a blouse. I don't, I don't, I don't, I do, I am, girl. What's yeah. a blouse? Tell me about a blouse. A feminine top. A feminine top. Oh, okay. A soft yeah. top. Soft yeah. top. A soft yeah. top. Yeah. 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 Yes. Because that's the thing is I also don't really think about masculinity. Yeah, right. I express right. myself. Right. right. You exactly. put me in one circle, I'm yeah. the butchest person in the room. Right. Yeah. You put me in one circle right. and I'm the queeniest person me in the too. room. Likewise, yeah. Right. Likewise. Right. Yeah. And so ass, I count on it because again, just like <laughs> big muscles over here. Oh, Look. he must be a top. Yeah, yeah. And right. me just calling a couple people girl, they're like, oh, he must be a bottom. I'm okay. like, girl. Right. right. Yeah, yeah. yeah you I, awesome you real confused. <laughs> <laughs> I've never really considered myself so uber masculine. And sometimes it's just like, uh, like it's the last thing that, you know, pops into my right, head how right, I describe myself. Right. Um, but sometimes I like being the Chihuahua fucking a Great Dane. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, it is what it is. You know what you I know, mean? You know, sometimes I want the weight of a man on top of me. Okay, right. And sometimes I just want to be... Sure. Okay, yes, Chihuahua. I love being gay. Okay, it's That's the it's fun part. Thing. This That's is awesome. all the fun right, part. Right, right, it is. And I was talking to somebody the other day about kind of gay relationships as far as, like, partnerships and everything. And um, they were talking about a gay man who was being very rigid with, like what he wanted from his whatever which is like everybody has their thing right. but i'm like that's part of the beauty of being gay is we've already broken out of this societal expectation the freedom there to just continue to be like i'm gonna find what i want as an individual not right. what somebody is telling me i want. right 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 yeah 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 so let me ask you, do you is it is it easy to be gay in fort worth for you guys i at this point in my life also because I moved away from Arlington, Fort Worth, Dallas right. to go to be gay yeah. somewhere else right, right. in the gayest city I, you know, right, in the United States right. to come back. It is no question for me to have any difficulty. Right. I'm more, I pay attention to my surroundings more. Right. Right. But I don't tamp down. Right. Anything. Likewise. Me yeah. too. I kind of like set the tone wherever I yeah. go, especially like, you know, um, you know, I really, and I'm just going to be honest, I really do feel like communities of color still has some 
uh, growing to do when it comes to accepting, you know, mm-hmm. gay men, gay people, mm-hmm. uh, because, you know, I've been in settings with my homegirls and stuff. And, and, you know, I don't know why straight men, right, quote unquote, right, mm-hmm. these straight men think that gay men just like every straight man that they're out there. Like, no. No. Right? Why do they have that, that mindset? Like, just because you're, you're, you're straight and I'm gay that I'm attracted to you. Yeah, like, girl. Like, look no. at you. No, Yo, please. Yes. <laughs> I have no problem getting it from the gay man. Why do I need to, to chase go, you yeah, down? Right, right. So yeah, yeah. I've had some, some, some difficult times in sub- certain arenas. Yeah, yeah. Were you yeah. um, like, when did you come out? What's your story? You know what? I've been out. I, I like to call myself a fucking pioneer in my family, right? <laughs> because a pioneer, yeah, a pioneer, pioneer. Right? pioneer. Like, I paved the way for all these motherfuckers to come out after yes! me. So. Like we so, like when I came out, like I came out like kind of like in high school, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and so I was the first one to take that, like that shame. I mean, that mm-hmm. shame and go, oh my God, you're gay. Did and people all this. know or assume? You know what? Point? In high school, let me tell you this. So I was talking to girls and guys uh-huh. in high school, right? You know, uh, I was kind of cold. I was a player. Listen, I you ain't gotta. Con- you, can, you don't have to convince but, me. No, I can <laughs> only imagine little high school Brandon okay, and the yeah, game he was trying to run on these. You know, I was running game, straight up game. But and so, you know, I really was just always Brandon at the end of the day. Yeah. And then, um, you know, I ended up getting more comfortable. I got more comfortable with man. Like well, I really like guys. Like, yeah. like, you know, so I really stepped into my my gayness, right? And um, I think like my family kind of took it hard at first right you know my mother gave me that story oh my god you're my son i'm gonna love you regardless and Mm -hmm. you know it really didn't happen that way you know she's she's great now you know she's advocating time is a powerful right it is it is very powerful and so when i came out you know i took that shaming but i feel like i made it easier for like my cousins and my sisters to come out into their sexuality Mm -hmm. so now when people heard that oh my god my sister she's bisexual and then my cousin she's gay and my cousin he's gay it just made it easier for them so i'm kind of glad that i was able to help them with that because representation matters Matters. even if it's within your own fucking family right i i kind of have a similar story in that uh, I came out in high school, at yeah. least to my friends. And okay, then right. Told my family uh, while I was in college. Okay. And they were very much like, don't tell anyone. And I'm like, nope, not going to work. <laughs> I'm not going to do that. Okay, right, right. My parents are also like the eldest of their respective families. Okay, okay. And okay. so they were kind of, you know, very instrumental in bringing their families from Mexico. Um, but I was like, nope, not going to do that. Also, like, my mom's youngest sister had already visited me in right, New York. Right, And she's only seven years older than I okay, am. Okay, okay. And I was just like, I'm gay. She's like, you think we didn't know? <laughs> okay, right, right, yeah. right. But I do... Um, it's always the aunties. Like, the aunties are like, honey, we all knew. Oh, Your yeah. parents were the ones yeah. who were, like, yeah. holding yeah. you back. <laughs> I did, I, I, you know, and... Like, so it was just not something I didn't do, like, some huge coming out. Right. But right. I made it very clear. I'm like, you know, to this, like, is who I am. this is who I am. Yeah. And, you know, years later, yeah. I had a cousin who was significantly younger than I am. Um, but I had a cousin who told me that he looked up to me and was also very proud of me because there are other gay people in my Absolutely. family. But I was, like, the only one that kind of was like, listen, yeah, here I am. This yeah. is what it is. Take it. And everyone was just like, cool. Yeah. yeah. And um, he's like, and I really like respect that about you. And I think, you know, is great yeah. because there are others in the family who just are just. Absolutely. They're like, okay, you know, but you were the one, you were the first one to be just like, nope, this yeah. is who I am. Yeah. And it was, it, it, I mean, I don't think about it as such a like yeah. a barrier breaking thing for my family. Yeah. Um, yeah. But 
being the eldest child of the two eldest right. children did weigh down on me. It does. Thinking yeah. about, you yeah. know, being gay in my family. And we probably have trauma from that. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know, some, it's a, it can be a traumatic experience in a way. Oh, yeah. The, yeah there is, yeah. I mean, it's so, I mean, now I'm the. I'm you're the, the fuck, if you're the oldest, you're the fucking guinea pig. I'm, yeah, I'm the guinea pig. Right, right. right. But also <laughs> just girl. from an immigrant. You know what my grandmother from, used to say? First one's a throwaway. Okay, right. Uh, right. Uh, <laughs> oh, 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 shit. Oh. From the, okay. but, but also being like the first generation of an immigrant family. Okay. okay. I am. No stranger to butting my head up against a door just to try to break it down. Yeah. From you know, with my parents. Yeah. My parents yeah. were very strict, and yeah. um, Shit. the 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 I think about it now. The fact that I like I moved away specifically yeah. to get away from them, and that only to come back. Yeah. To now take care of them as yeah, they're absolutely and as that's, they're older that's, that's and, the circle of life need, to me. need help. Yeah, I got to go to Houston for like eight years eight or nine years and then I, I i mean i got to move away you know what i mean i think it's just important to move away explore see what else is out there you know what i mean and if you decide to come back come back yeah you know what i mean yeah. yeah living here and i think i've told you this before moving back here and living here has not been as difficult for me because i've had new york mm -hmm, mm -hmm. oh absolutely right 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 I've, I, and when i do get stressed yeah i know that it's a plane right away Right, absolutely. A plane right away to my support system, and to see a Broadway show or two. Okay. Yeah, you were you were able to be in a space where you could express yourself fully. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, fully live in your identity. Yeah, absolutely. Coming back here. Yeah, and coming back here, I don't know. I, I mean, because we don't, we don't know each other. Um, but coming back here and that identity. Yeah. That I that I built in New York. Coming back here. The confidence. Yes. That was that was really rough for me coming yeah, back. Yeah. And especially um dealing with people in the community. Yeah. Just because yeah. um sometimes I felt the conversations that were being held in this community were like at least six years behind. Six, ten years. Ten years, years behind. 15, yes, you know, behind. what yeah, was right. um right. happening in New York. Right, right, right. Absolutely. Yeah, there were a few conversations we had to have. Where you would be f so frustrated, oh, and I'd just be like, "Friend, like, oh, this is, I know what this feels like for you, but this is progress for us." Yeah, it is, and you know what? We have to, we have made progress, but I still, I'm like with you, Roger. We have no, so far to go. Not, mm -hmm. We are not doing work in Fort Worth because we are satisfied. Okay, right, right, right. yeah. Let the work continue, mm -hmm. right? But like, at what point? Because I really feel like, you know, we're we're getting older, right? We're getting older, and so. Well, and let's talk. Yeah. Let's talk about being here in this time period that we're living in. Yeah. With what happened on Saturday. Wow. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. I feel like there's a lot of people, specifically in Texas, who are looking around being like, is this where I'm doing the work? Is this where I want to spend my precious human life? Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, digging in right. and doing the fight when you have politicians yes. who are trying to just move us back. Absolutely. Yeah. You know? Yeah. <sighs> so how are you? Uh, let's just do a check-in. How are we all doing since Saturday? And so Saturday we're talking about uh, Club Q uh, and the shooting that happened uh, Colorado in Colorado Springs. Uh, at a at a queer bar that uh, took the lives of five uh, members of our community, 
uh, as well as injured about 18. It's, um, it's very disheartening. It's very sad. Um, you know, I don't know. I, lately, I've kind of been in that mind frame. Like, it made me think, like, oh, my God, you know, we can go out to a bar here. And, you know, that could have very well been us. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And just like, why? Why? Right, yeah. why? Yeah. Um, I had kind of followed the story of... Uh, like, we're hidden. We're right, hiding right, from you. Right. We're in our space. Right, right. We're in our space, not bothering nobody. I read a particular story um, about uh, a young trans man who had moved from Oklahoma mm-hmm. to Colorado who was excited to be a bartender in that bar and was just there for, like, less than a month, right? And so me, I did, like, some digging. I did my right. research. I went on their Twitter, and they were like, oh, my God, I'm so happy to be here and all this stuff. Just had the breast removal, and it's just sad that that young man lost his life. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And, and one of the five people that I, lost yeah, his I life. Yeah, I heard, I think yeah. it was his, his, his family that was like, oh, he's the happiest he's, he's ever the happiest been. He's the happiest he's ever been. Yeah, the happiest he's ever been. And it's just like, Wow. And you move away from places like Oklahoma to go to Colorado, and then this is what happened, you know? Yeah. I, uh, it, I couldn't, I couldn't process it. Yeah. Immediately. Like, there were, like, I registered it, and I, like, I'd say for the last couple days, I just, I was like, I'll process that later. You know, I'm already dealing with, Living in America every day anyway, trying to get these bills paid, trying to make sure everybody's health is okay. Um, and so I think it was what, what's yes. today? What day is it? Wednesday. Wednesday. I think it was what I called you on what? Was it yesterday? Last night. Last night. When I finally was like, friend, like I'm numb. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I don't know. Obviously there's so many feelings about it. There's anger, there's sadness, there's whatever. And grief. And grief. But it's like I am so focused on like I don't know. There's just so much other shit. Well, it's all to it's worry your about. body also trying to kind of preserve what little amount of energy, emotional yeah, energy yeah, you have yes, left. Yes, yes. Speak, you speak. need you need to get through your daily life. Yeah. I need the to bills don't get a stop. job. Yeah. I, I need to pay my bills. I need to make sure that everybody in my family has health care. And is getting the health care they need, uh-huh. which is also a fucking exhaustion right. yeah. in this country. Uh, and yeah. then yeah. that is compounded by right. the the things that are happening to your community at large. Absolutely. The community that you're fighting for. Exactly. Well, and it was it was just a confirmation of what we already know. Yeah. Which is also why I was like, I I felt very numb because I'm like, we already know this hate is out there. Yeah. We mm-hmm. saw pulse. You know, they're already going to be, tar- with, you know, there's Greensboro. Mm-hmm. You know, they're going after black churches. They're going after gay clubs. Uval- they're targeting Uvalde. people. I mean, literally yeah. a school. A school of kids. Yeah. 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 Um, and it's the type of thing where I'm like, okay, like, I, I have to go just where you have to go lot. For me, I have to go logical. Like, I have to do a little checklist because God loved therapy and trying to get keep us going in yes, this life. Yes. You know, I have to do a checklist and I'm like, did I vote? I voted. Yes. Am I doing things to help my community? I'm, I'm working on Trinity yeah, pride. Yeah. I'm absolutely trying yes. to create space for my community. Cool. I got to worry about my friends and family. And those are the people, those people in my circle, those are the ones giving me hope to be here every day absolutely, and to continue going. Absolutely. If I spend, if I spend too much energy and this is because I've gone through my own therapy journey and my own depression journey 
I know that if I spend too much time in that space, I'm going to feel despair. And that'll put me on the couch for a month. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm not going anywhere. So you still got to take care of you in the process right. of all Absolutely. of this shit. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. I cannot carry that burden every day. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That, I mean, if to take it to like that next level, that is all kind of an overarching way that like authoritarianism and fascism. Yeah. That's how it breaks down society. And when I exhaust you, girl. So that way, you know. <laughs> Where are so you out? That way it makes it makes that kind of takeover happen. Yeah. Um, girl, like, the way you can't get your teeth fixed in this country, if you okay. don't have health insurance, yes. they yes. want you toothless and dumb. Yes. Yeah. And in yes. the workshops, you know, in yeah. the factories yeah. working. Right. This kind of, the, the politicians, the people. Mm, right. Sorry. That's a no, no, no. Uh, you know, I I remember I remember Pulse. It was also the yes. day of the Tony Awards. So I had, you know, I always had a Tony Awards party and that was just really weird. And I remember it was also the year of Hamilton. So I rem it was just, just this big thing. And that was the Lin-Manuel Miranda love is love is love like speech that he that he did as well. But I had just started working for the LGBT Center in New York. And I remember even before Pulse, before I started working at the center, thinking to myself, do I want to work here? Because this could be a target. Right. This right. could be a target. Yeah. And anywhere we go in this. Anywhere we go. But then that next day, walking up to the center, and there were police, like SUVs out in front. Yeah. Yeah. And the center was guarded by police. For like two weeks, of which also, let's be very clear, the, the New York Police Department and the LGBTQ community of New York have not historically had uh -uh. the best of relationship. Right. This is why we have pride. gay pride, pride in June. Yeah, yeah, right. You know? Um, yeah. I mean, I'm just thinking like, you know, and just listening to you, Tyler, and, and then, you know, for me, it's like that plus another layer, right? You know, just not only... Am, Am I am I gay? I'm also a black man. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So it just adds it just piles on more shit for me. You know what I mean? And yeah. sometimes I'm like, yo, I don't even know if I have the energy to even process it all because it's it can be a bit much. It's, you know it's what a I lot. mean? Mm -hmm. You know, and um it is what it is. It's I a mean, lot. and it ain't what it is, it is what it ain't. Right. But you know, right. it is just Well, it crosses into that existential yeah. aspect as well. Like what more do you think you can do when it just feels so much bigger than yeah, you? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And luckily, I mean, I'm thankful. I, the people in my life, nobody has like done the, the poor ally thing where they're like, how are you feeling? And yeah. like trying to get me to talk about it. Yeah. The only thing I've gotten from my friends is a quick message of love. Yeah. A quick message of when, when, when do I get to see you next? Yeah. I yeah. love you. Just know whatever. Um, that that has been helpful because listen, it's that thing. It's like nobody always wants to talk about their pain. Yeah, mm -hmm. absolutely. And we got to keep this life going. We do. So listen, I'm gonna encourage us. We're gonna lift this back up. Yes, please lift it up. Okay. Okay. I I'm gonna take it back to Trinity Pride, and this is gonna be something that's gonna motivate us and keep us moving forward. Trinity Pride. We in the June we had last year with all the trans bullshit that they're pushing in Texas with all the threats that were originating in Tarrant County. Mm -hmm. um, we were able to have a Pride event. Uh, we had a few protesters show up that were just a few. Handled, just a few. handled 
within an hour. Mm-hmm. 90% of the queer folks that came to that event in Fort Worth did not face a single person opposing them. They were safe. There was nobody. There was nobody. They didn't have no kid had to walk by a sign. Right. Talking some shit. Right. You know, like that is encouraging to right. me. That and that's why I focus. I yeah. have to focus on the people that we've built, the circle right. that we've built. Right. The people that we go to that are building things, that yes. are working for things, that we know are supporting each other. Those are the people I have to look at to keep going. That keep give us hope. Yes. <laughs> you know? Yes. Well, their first year, maybe they were out there. Girl, this year they were out there. there. It was 115 (laughs) degrees and they were there. So this is kind of funny because so as the guy was protesting, so we just went over there and started shaking our ass in front of him. Hey. Like like very city girls to the shit. You know what I mean? (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So you know it is what Mm -hmm. it is, but you know, a lot of we got a lot of growing to do still. We got a lot of growing to do. Um, there's a lot of shit on the docket in Texas that's headed this way. Apparently they're uh, politicians are preparing a whole new push against trans children yes, and yes, trans yes. people, period. Right. Trans yes. adults. Yeah. Um, and so we are going to keep doing the work. Yes. Mm-hmm. We are going to keep doing the work in Tarrant County. Yes. Um, because I believe we deserve it. Yeah. And, and I, I also think that we have to vote. We have to get out, get our asses out there. Absolutely. And vote, right. right. And for, for, for those that think that Oh, my vote doesn't count. Yeah. Look what it did this past yeah. midterm election. Yeah. 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 We're talking hundreds, if not thousands, of people's in margins. Yeah. A margin yeah. of a thousand people. Right. A margin of a few hundred people. Like these are the margins we're working with and so to many, save lives. And so many young people, new registered voters who yeah. showed up. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And honestly, like you could you see it in the results. Yeah. Yeah. True. Yeah, now listen, as some as a teacher in the classrooms, the kids are okay. Yeah. They know it's all bullshit. Yeah. And they are all on the internet. And so even the ones who have parents who are in their ear talking mad shit, they're on the internet and they see the direct response to it. Mm-hmm. So it's like if we can endure mm-hmm. and continue to educate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they continue to be the representation, continue mm-hmm. to share our stories and show these kids like you can be out here. You, there's a family for you. There's a community for you. You can be your own individual and it will be celebrated and supported. As long as we continue to tell them there's a place for them, they will continue to exist and speak out and vote right. mm-hmm. and we will get where we need to go. Right. Tyler Long, are you running for office? No, I, I refuse. <laughs> I got way too many skeletons, girl. Well, she's been on Grinder <laughs> way too long. <laughs> L- listen. Okay, okay. Who hasn't? Okay. At this point, I really do think that, you, you know. know what? That picture may help your votes go up. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Right. That little torso you, pick? you busting it open on Grinder. Girl, okay. I'm busting it open on Grinder. May help you. Listen, I okay. may not, I'm not busting it open on Grinder, but you better believe I'm one of those torso picks. I'm okay, stealthy okay. as fuck, girl. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Keep my business. Okay. Quiet. Brandon. I'm nosy as shit, girl. I want to see who's on. What's up, Roger? Brandon, What's going on? tell us your what your hope is for Fort Worth. My hope for Fort Worth is that um well shit, where do I start? Um, I just I don't know. I just want to just see more more involvement, more have have more support, right? Um am I speaking in terms of the LGBTQ community or what? What am I? 
you speak into we're talking well, just, Fort Worth in general. Well, I'm just gonna say support. I think support. I think that we lack support, especially when it comes to you know the LGBTQ community. I think that we need more support, and I mean that means our families getting involved. Of uh, you know how we had to be pioneers, Roger. You know, and our families to pave the way. I think that uh, getting families on board earlier in the game, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? When they, when they find out or even think that their son is gay, having a healthy conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, I just think that, um, support, uh, will take us a long way mm-hmm. pretty much. Yeah. That's it. Very yeah. simple. That's something we've talked about a lot yeah. on here. Cause yeah. I've, I've, you know, I've said a lot of times, you know, a, um, a lot of the success of Trinity pride is because of allies. In the yeah. City. Absolutely. Right. You right. Know? right. The progress isn't going to happen without the allies. Right. Right. Progress for black folks in town is not going to happen. No, it's without not. white folks doing absolutely. the work to fix absolutely. some of the white folk problems. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Know? Without yes. straight folks, you know, doing the work in their families Absolutely. to make sure that their, fa- their queer family members are accepted. Yes. Yes. So yes. Um, Support. And definitely you said that, hit that right on the head. Use that white privilege. Mm-hmm. You know, for the black community or for, you know, mm-hmm. if, or, or Hispanic community, you know what I mean? Um, yeah, just, I don't know. I'm still in the fight, though. I'm not going to give up. No, yeah, we're, um, we're still here. Yeah, so oh. many, so much, so much, it really gets heavy sometimes. Yeah. So yeah. I'm really glad to be here to have this conversation. I feel really good. Yeah, well, we yeah, we okay. enjoy having yes. you. Please well, come back. Okay. Wear that you know, t-shirt. I, I feel, oh, you people, right? Oh well, I meant, I was just looking at the oh, sleeves, but yes, okay. you people. <laughs> Wait, we can objectify our guests, right? I mean, with consent. Oh. What? Okay, cool. No, you're good. (laughs) (laughs) But yes, it's really been a great time, a great experience. Yes, please have me. I feel like the conversation was so serious today. Well, we, I mean, we went around. Yeah. Yeah. We had to we had to establish who you were. Like I said, because you have been doing the work in Fort Worth for so long. Yeah. Yeah. We needed to talk it out. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, but now that means that you can come on now and we can just talk some shit. I mean, we shit. did talk about our sexual proclivities. So okay, I mean, yes, you know what I mean? Yeah. 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 Well, yeah. we like to kind of, ha- you know, as our like last topic of discussion, we like to uh, bring up, you know, a queer cultural touchstone, whether it's been something that was informed by our conversation or just... Whatever comes to mind. Sometimes it's just something gay you watched on TV. Yeah. What? Like, what's a, what's a. For me, let's not make him go first. Okay. Yes. Why don't you? Do you want to go first? Uh, You go first. Of course. (laughs) (laughs) So, well, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to talk about something that, um, honestly, I should have spoken about on the last podcast when we were talking about divas. Yeah. Because I have started reading a book for, for research. you did start reading for a project that I am writing, and um, I re- I started last night, and I'm halfway through it because I am obsessed, and it is Cheryl Lee Ralph's autobiography from 2011 called Whoa. Diva. Okay. And well, no, it, isn't there a word before that? I thought it was like releasing the diva or like relentless diva or something. What was uh, that it, picture you sent me? It is. Uh, I'll show you. It is. Uh, Oh, redefining diva life lessons from the original Dream Girl. Okay. So it it is. I mean, she. We stand, Mrs. Howard. She wraps her story of her life in kind of lessons in how to be a diva, divine, inspirational, yeah. vibrant, aspirational. Um, is it? I mean, those are not exactly what it is, but like, you know how she has strived to be a diva, learn from divas, really just kind of, 
you know, talking about doing the work. Yeah. And I mean, Cheryl Lee Ralph is the original Dina Jones in Dreamgirls, yeah. which just, you know, that yes. gives her iconic LGBT gay status, icon status. Yes, but absolutely. I mean, she's also, right. She has been. I love Shirley. Ralph. A touchstone, a, yeah. a cultural touchstone for so many people, you know, the, the, the black community. Absolutely. I mean, I think that there are people, uh, there are, there are black people who can say, I, Cheryl Lee Ralph is my TV mom from right, insert right. TV show. Yeah, right. From uh, uh, Moesha. Moesha. Yes, but I mean, she yes. was also, Moesha's mom. but she yes. was also on, mm, I'm forgetting, <laughs> but she, she's, she even says she knows she can pinpoint the ages of people yeah. by how they know her. By how they know her. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. I mean, because oh, I, yeah. I mean, Moesha. she was uh, uh, Lauren Hill's mom on in Sister Act Two. She was Rita. I would absolutely Rita know Louise her, Jones, whatever her name was. Yes, mm -hmm. I remember that. Yes. If I saw, I mean, now, if, I mean, I, now as an adult, I know all more of her works, but I would have. She would absolutely have been Moesha's mom to me. Yeah, <laughs> same here, same here. But now that when you said Sister Act Two, Lauren Hill's mom, yeah. like damn, bingo. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. She um, was. She was in Designing Women too. Was she really? Yeah, she was one of. Yes, once the four started breaking up, they like they brought in Judith Ivy. They brought in like Shirley Ralph. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. We love Shirley Ralph. Yes. I'm loving her in Abbott Elementary right now. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so just to elaborate on it. Funny thing, you meant funny that you mentioned her name. So we're working on a project that's going to be coming to Tarrant County in March. I think that the Federation, the Fort Worth Women, I probably butchered their name, the Fort Worth Federation of Women. So they're going to be having like a, what they call a changing the pattern, right? Mm -hmm. And so they will have a, uh, in March, they're going to be like having inviting women out uh, to do like a pattern for the quilt, for the AIDS quilt. Oh, right. And wow. so then once they finish that, then it goes back. And then, you know, we'll have a piece of Tarrant County on the quilt. And it's yeah. called Changing the Pattern. And she's like one of the people that is promoting that. Surely. Oh, I love yeah. that. So funny thing that Very you brought cool. that up. Yeah. yeah. So, well, yeah. and she was yeah. also in New York during that time during the AIDS right, crisis as well. Right, and I right. mean, she was part of the theatrical yeah, community, yeah. the artistic community when so many, the director of Dreamgirls, Michael Bennett, died of AIDS. Wow. wow. Um, and, and so she was part of that. Right. As, right. You know, in that community as, as, as men were yeah. dying. Oh, yes. Queen. Yes. Um, should I go with my queer? Yeah. Question? Mine would be a movie I watched last night. Uh, it is a holiday movie that I watched with my sibling called uh home for the holidays okay okay it is uh in the 90s it's got holly hunter in it mm -hmm. and i describe her as the woman who talks like this she talks okay. through her teeth mm -hmm. <laughs> um but it is just a it's it's a thanksgiving movie which is cute but it's a quintessential like going home for the holidays to your crazy family you know whatever um family super chaotic um i watched it uh, my father, when he was getting cancer treatment last year, I watched in the hospital with him. And it was a really beautiful moment for us. And so this year, I was like, I told my sibling, I was like, you know, will you watch it with me? And it's got Robert Downey Jr. in it. Mm -hmm. And he, this is, I think it was in 95, um, and he plays the gay brother. After Soap Dish, yes. And he, it is so endearing. Yeah. And after watching, I was like, wow, okay, first of all, it was a 90s movie that was pretty unproblematic. No homophobic, racist, or mm -hmm. misogynistic undertones, which was always nice. Um, but then his storyline was very much just about being a member of the family 
And then his queerness in the storyline was always endearing. For instance, you know, um, the big secret that his bitch of a sister keeps saying is like, oh, the whole town knows, like, blah, 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 whatever. It finally comes out at dinner that he had married his partner. And she was the villain of the story, basically. And she's like, oh, did you wear a dress or whatever? You know, and so his dad, who you can tell doesn't really, like, talk about it. Like, he looks at her and goes, did you wear a dress? And he's like, no, dad, I didn't wear a dress. And so later on in the movie, the dad, like, answers the phone. And he's like, oh, hey, Jack. And clearly this man has been dating this man for years. They all know him in the family. He's like, hey. He's like, I think I mean this when I say it. But congratulations. You know, you could do a lot better, but. Congratulations. <laughs> right. Yeah. And it is the most. And his son is standing right there. And he kind of touches his son's face. And um, to me, it was just a. Uh, it's a beautiful movie as far as the queer experience of going home for the holidays. Awesome. Is being part of the chaos, you know, probably having to play down your gayness. Right. You're right. In a lot of spaces. Um, but that kind of, what's nice about the movie is it doesn't, there's no queer sympathy or queer trauma or whatever. It's, yes, we have our differences as a family, but in the end, you know, he still loves his son. He's still sweet to his son and whatever, so. Home for the holidays. Check yeah, it out. That's my absolutely. cultural touch. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Okay, so I guess it's my turn. So, sad part is I really don't watch TV. Girl, I could be a singer. It made me think about um, this movie. It's called Holiday Heart. Are you guys familiar with Holiday Heart? No. So it's it's uh, kind of low budget, but it's a very good movie. Yes. Mm-hmm. Ben Grimes. Ben Grimes is uh, yes. I think y'all know who Ben Grimes is yes. muscular, big muscular, yeah. yes. black guy. And now he in this movie he is being a drag. He's a drag queen, right? He performs drag. He's a gay guy, right? and so he actually uh, makes friends with I guess a crackhead who has a daughter, right? The crackhead is somewhat unfit, and she is helping. He is basically stepping in and helping her daughter, right? Gives mm-hmm. her a steady place to stay, uh, gets her in school, you know what I mean? Helping her with all these different things. And so it just kind of show you that, uh, you know, gay people, we're, we're great people. Like, we're stepping up, we're stepping in. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's just good just to see that. Um, and then on the... On the contrary, it kind of resonates with like kind of what I'm going through right now, right? Uh, keep me in prayer. I have my sister, you know what I mean? My sister is staying with me right now. She's trying to get herself together, but also I'm also having to step up and be a, a, a uncle to my niece at this mm-hmm. time. And so, you know, it's just kind of a show. You know, I'm a single man, a uh, gay man normally alone, but now I, I'm kind of like a parental figure. So oh. I'm kind of scared, okay? Girl, we going to have yeah. to get into that because yeah. yes. I, think, I think that's a great... Uh, We've all we both have had to. I think yes, we yeah. both have had involvement in the children in our lives. Yeah, yeah. And you know, I it was said really well by one of my mentors when I had a youth who was being neglected by their yeah, family. Yeah, yeah. And you know, they said, you know, they may not look after them, but we look after ours. Yeah, mm-hmm. we do. We do. Yeah, and we do. The, yeah. the thing about that is when we we say we look after our ours is they're never ours. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're not by blood. Right. Right. All. Right. Right. You know, they right. are folks that we we know what it's like to be pushed aside. Yeah. We know what yeah. it's like to be neglected. Amen. And yes. we are not gonna let the children that in our proximity yes. be neglected or in that Yes. I'll go right. with that. Absolutely. 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 So yeah. Thank you. Holiday Heart Holiday from two thousand premiered on Showtime. Yeah. Starting Ving Rames and Alfre Woodard. Woodard. Yes, gotta love oh. Alfre Woodard. Is she the okay. Crackhead? 
She's the crackhead. Oh, shit. You know she played the shit out of that I role. I bet she did. Okay. I bet she did. Yes, she did. It's, 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 it's around Christmas, so they, they I think it's yeah. like a Christmas movie in, in a way, but there's a lot of real-life real, real life shit that, that's going on in that movie. Yeah. So I'm going to look it up. Check it out. Yeah, check it out. I'm going to check oh. it out. Yeah, let's check it out. Yeah. And get your tissue and shit. Okay. Make yeah. shed a tear and shit. Yes. Yeah, shed stuff. a tear. Yeah. Crying to my wine. <laughs> Brandon. Yes. Okay. Yes. <laughs> Thank you for hanging out with us. I enjoyed it. Please have me back. Where yes. can the people find you and your stunning biceps? Oh my God! You can find me actually on Facebook. I'm a little old, so Facebook She's Brando so Brando, old. right? Or you can go. She ain't on gonna respond either. Snapchat if you want some nudes. You can go check out Baby Please eighty five. I'm re <laughs> I'm reinstating my Snapchat account. <laughs> yes, but definitely hit me up Brando Brando, and it's, I'm a little hard to find. Like you have Truly. to go to the city and you have to put in forward words. That's how how hard I, I got mad at Fort it, bro. Worth. Yes, right. you got to find right. me. And being in the education system, I, you got you got to make it a little hard for keep, them, right? Yeah, give yeah them, right? make it a little <laughs> bit of a challenge. You got to make sure they work for it. Absolutely. Yes. Um, awesome. Well, thank you so much. Thank you. Thank for, you guys. for coming on. Yes. Such a pleasure getting to know you. You too. I know you guys know each other, but okay. yeah. hey Roger. Hey, get fired, Tyler. Hey Roger. <laughs> right. Okay. I was <laughs> Old news over here. Okay. No. Well, I, I hope you will come back. Please have me back. You can Please kiki with back. us. Yes, yes, I would love to kiki. 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 Maybe kaka. No kaka. Mm. Well, know. you can. Well, <laughs> okay. Well, you can find us <laughs> on, <laughs> on Spotify or Apple or uh, on Instagram. <laughs> on Instagram <laughs> at Q U E E R C O N T X T. Thanks so much. We're gonna we're gonna stop now before this gets even more Cheers. uncomfortable. Bye. Yeah. <laughs>